Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Steve and Larson, don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast. You need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live on twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. A revelation just occurred on the pre-show for here on, this is why you have to be watching live on Twitch, this right here. Number one, Larson, we're on the road to 500 subs on Twitch. Yeah, that's great. We're at 333. If you multiply that by three, the devil... But more importantly, at about 270, 267 more, and we're at 500. Wait, how many do we have? No, your math is off by 100. And you're trying to tell me. 267. (laughs) Is that right? Whatever it is. We have 333, and we want to get 500. That's 167. Yes, that's what I meant. So. Uh, you obviously but, didn't manually score your perfect game, did you? But also, more importantly, <laughs> you asked me to produce the ring. I produced the ring, the bowling ring, perfect 300 game. I went to the safety deposit box to get this thing, Larson, and that's still not good enough for you. But that's okay. I still love you. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're here at the Twitch. We're having a blast here on the Twitch. We're at the level four hype train, whatever that means. Um, so that's great. And then uh, we've also got Friendo Club TV. Uh, today, a brand new uh, vintage 10 for the win upload. Uh, yeah. And then tomorrow, uh, for everybody, a brand new uh, 10 for the win edited by the Rob Server. Man, if you guys aren't checking these out, we did our first one with the Rob Server last week. Uh, this one is great. It's top 10 wrestling punishments. You can check those that out uh, uh, tomorrow. It's going to be it's set up as a premiere at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, uh, which would be like, I don't know, like five or six or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, five, uh, UK time. So be sure to check that out. Support that 10 for the win, because I, I really enjoy that show. I think you guys will enjoy it too. Uh, so yeah, anyways, uh, I'm just sort of procrastinating. I figured like, you know, 
uh, I was hoping well, us, that us arguing about the veracity of your 300 game is far more interesting and entertaining than anything that happened on SmackDown. Well, not anything. There was some good stuff today. Today was the I think the appropriate day for me to go down to the safety deposit and get this priceless, priceless piece of my history out. This 300 ring, um, and uh, and so I'm glad I did that. So we had a couple laughs. Uh, but yeah, you said that there was something good on SmackDown, Larson. Please refresh my memory because I watched okay. the whole thing, man. I mean, like the 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 Miz Jeff Hardy match was decent. That was a fun match. Yeah, there were two matches that were fairly long. The main event was good, save for the wonk finish. I thought uh, the New Day interview was outstanding. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was good. I mean, it was. You're that's right. Pretty you, much it. Look, that's fine. You're that. That's good. You know, pick out the good stuff. And that that was good. It was just so, man. By and large, it was it was not. Well, good. they set up the show saying tonight will be the first ever SmackDown karaoke showdown, and immediately, why? why? I don't know. Why? I have no idea why they would do that. Why? What's motivating this? Because why? They, they, uh, does Pritchard like karaoke? I mean, that's power rank I right now. Know. Top five reasons know. why we had that. I give you one reason right now. They shouldn't be into the ring singing in a de- their dental facilities. When there's a, a, a pandemic going around, that's one reason they shouldn't be doing it. Well, so like I guess here's kind of my thing. Um, I'm not gonna necessarily say this is in SmackDown's defense, but in SmackDown's defense, clearly the uh, thirty or so or however many it was, did they was it ever actually up to like almost forty? It was like almost forty. That's what it? reports were saying. It was close to forty. Yeah has affected the show um, yeah. for whatever reasons. And I, and uh, you know, we've said this, I have joked about it, but honestly it is, it, it's irresponsible to, to claim, Hey, Seamus is at home because he got it, but clearly he's home for a reason. That's probably related to what's going on. I mean, that's the kind of obvious he's not there. Otis isn't there to me. The biggest missing piece is Sony Deville. She, mm-hmm. she wasn't there tonight. There mm-hmm. are a lot of people that just weren't there tonight Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, Matt Riddle's going to be on next week. Um, Drew Gulak wasn't there. Daniel Bryan wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, they are they are missing some some really They're really great pieces. Shorthanded, obviously. That being said, uh, like what? Why? Why karaoke show now? Motivate it somehow, some way. Take weeks. Motivate it if you're going to do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I know this this might have been one of the things that was like that was really stupid that could have been fun and entertaining had they built to it. Jay Uso tried his best. Uh, Gold Steel X says they were killing time with karaoke. It wasn't even a long segment. It was pretty short. Well, if you if you take the karaoke plus the match, I guess you know, motivating that they had a match or that's what they called At it. At most anyways, combined that- it was 10 minutes. Cause it was what, short. What was the, the match? Was super short. The match was super short. Did he? Did that match even have a finish? I forget. No. No. no it it didn't. Was DQ finish. Yeah, wonked, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we got a rerun of Bray versus Braun. Um, so, which actually just reminded me of just just how bad it was with no people in the crowd. Um, I mean, it was, it's a decent enough match, and the story beats were pretty fun. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like they had pieces there that they probably could have utilized better. I mean, look, you have, listen, you've got, uh, Nikki, you've, yeah, Carmella wasn't there either. You've got Nikki as the number one contender to Bailey's woman's title. 
So I don't know if they'd want to do another. I'm trying to think of other things to do with the women beyond the karaoke thing. I mean, I can list a million yeah. of them, but I'm just trying to think yeah. on the top of my head. Like, it's not like they can really do like a number one contendership match because there's already a number one contender who hasn't. No, even I understand yet. that. I understand that. But I do feel like, man, they could have done something to say, hey, some one of these competitors, they're all at the same level. Maybe we can do like have a, a match between them all, a six pack challenge or whatever it is. I don't know how many people it was. And or Fatal Five Way, however many it was, and try to give somebody some momentum. I mean, even if you're mm-hmm. even if you're justifying it that way, like just have a match between them all. But like yeah, karaoke, no. man, it's and it's obvious that nobody like Dana Brooke was trying her damnedest to bring mm-hmm. something to it, and I appreciate that. They're all trying, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Like Tamina, she they got were. cut off for some reason. Yeah, she was she was headbanging, and then I guess that was too much for Jay Uso. Yeah, that was weird because, like, you know, it's it's a it's a it's lemmy. You're supposed to headbang, anyways. Uh, let's kick this thing off, man. It opened up with Miz TV, uh, of course. Uh, John Morrison and it's Miz. getting it's getting painful at this at this juncture. How they keep harking, harping on uh, Jeff Hardy's past, his substance abuse issues. It looks like it's starting to wear on him. I know you can credit that to be some decent acting. <laughs> I think it is. I think you're right. But just his body language, man. He's he's over it. He's over it. You can tell he's over it. Oh, yeah, and then we can talk about this. So, like, uh, he comes out there, and they start talking about... You know, it's funny, because sometimes the writing for Miz and Morrison added to the added with their chemistry and delivery is actually pretty funny and clever. We've seen it before. We've been like, hey, these guys are pretty funny. Tonight mm-hmm. was not that. It was it kind of excruciating, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So they start talking about a clip that he's supposed to have, and he's like, I don't have a clip. And he's like, you have a clip? Let's, let's run a clip. So they ran... A Jeff Hardy, Seamus video package. Um, actually, a relatively well put together video package. Uh, but considering the material, eh, don't really care. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so over this whole storyline, so I don't care. So we come back to Miz and Morrison, and my God, they took forever and a day to get to this point. So they're like, they keep on needling Hardy, needling Hardy, and uh, they're just beating around the bush. And finally, somehow, I guess they thought all that overwriting would uh, motivate what seems to be the match we're getting either at Extreme, Extreme Rules. Is that yeah. actually going to be at Extreme Rules? Because I, I don't think they confirmed that Extreme Rules, but I guess that's the idea concerning Extreme Rules. Because yeah. brawl. Cole said, like, sometime in the future we're going to get this, and it's a bar fight. Yeah. Um, and well, yeah, I guess it depends on Sheamus' availability. That's what I would think. I guess, yeah. That's why I think they probably would be, not commit to extreme rules. I mean, it seems like it'd be one for that. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they bring up a bar fight, and, and Jeff Hardy says, hey, that's not a terrible idea. It'd be like a handicap match. I'm fighting both Sheamus and my demons. Well, he says it'd be like a handicap match, right? The alcohol and the, and the uh, Celtic butthole. <laughs> Did you he chuckle at that? Because I chuckled at that. Yeah, I did. Because the word butthole is funny, <laughs> especially with his like. Where's uh, they're from? Uh, North Carolina, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like his. He's got like a little, very, very light twang. He does. <laughs> so butthole, funny. Uh, before that, though, Miz was going on about how uh, Jeff Hardy was his daughter's favorite wrestler, um, but he was like, she doesn't know the darkness that's in him, and he says, as a dad, I don't want her to put her faith in someone who's going to self destruct. Again, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they just kept dumping on him and dumping on him and dumping on him and dumping on him, and he keeps taking the high road, being like, "Hey, I'm going to be a beacon of light. Anybody who struggles with addiction, show them that hope is real." He says over and over again, seemingly, "I'm not going to let people down again." Um, and then after the the Miz mentions the bar fight, Morrison says, "Yeah, 
You could fight your physical enemy, Seamus, and your metaphorical Amy, uh, enemy, alcohol, all at the same time. I'm like, mm. gosh. Yeah. It's really cringy stuff. It's like, man. It's, it's just... Why wouldn't why wouldn't Seamus have like issued this challenge? You know what I mean? I know he showed up later on. Like I mean, would like I guess w- was the idea because he said he told them you can tell him that I say that I that I say yes. I mean, were they acting as his proxy? It would have been more powerful had he just issued that challenge himself from his home. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, fellow, I'm in here in the bar. G- g- gave me a good idea. I don't know. It was it was pretty lame, dude. Anyways, so it sort of concludes with uh, Jeff Hardy saying, "Okay, well, you know, speaking of handicap matches, which one of you two want it?" And they're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Do you really think I'm going to come out here, and let you guys pick on me, you know, humiliate me in front of my face, and then not get punched in the face?" He's like, "I'm not going to let these people down. Somebody's going to get one." And so they start being like, "Oh, cool!" It so that he walks up to the Miz, decks him, clears the ring. We get a match, and like you said, mm-hmm. decent match. They gave it a lot of time because I yeah. think they had to. Um, yeah, so yeah, decent enough match. Between the Miz and Jeff Hardy, um, Jeff wins by roll up. Well, Sheamus uh, shows up on the big screen yeah. and tries to distract Miz. Tries to roll him up. He has a beer in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Hardy uh, re- uh, counters that with a roll up of his own. Yeah, he gets the win over the Miz. But yeah, it was a decent enough match. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't main event pay per view main event caliber, but it was pretty good. Yeah, as was, a, a run of the mill yeah. SmackDown match, it was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, the, this whole this the segment and the match took up like the first half hour. Oh yeah, it took forever to get through all that. It took a long time. Yeah, it did. Uh, next, we had a Nakamura and Cesaro interview. Uh, Cesaro has gotten so he's pretty good on the mic right now. I like feeling comfortable. I, I feel like, like he's a lot. they're finally letting him be him. Yeah, and not trying to say this is your character. This is who we want you to be. Hey, Claudio, just go out there and be yourself. Yeah, and it's working. Yeah. Uh, so As he's speaking with conviction. He seems genuine. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it's nice to see. He's. It's funny because he. I I I am I am looking for. I hope this Nakamura partnership lasts. And you, you do you obviously you do something different with it than he did with Sheamus because they'll have a different chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really like this this partnership here, and I thought the stuff we saw in the main event was pretty good with them as well. So mm-hmm. Shinsuke is asked. Uh, hey, uh, you know, this upset that you won uh, over Kofi. And they're like, whoa, wait a second. What is this upset you're talking about? This wasn't an upset. And Cesaro says, yeah, you know, he's highly, lots of accolades with this guy here. It's not an upset. And, you know, people They've are going to say They've already beat that. the New Day in a tag match, too. So it's like, mm-hmm. what's yeah. the upset? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's you know, people are going to say the same thing when we win these tag titles tonight. He'd say, uh, Cesaro went on about how he's sick of the New Day, mm-hmm. sick that they're the ones representing the tag division. But it was he was he was really good. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, and I could uh, totally see them winning those titles at uh, Extreme Rules. Me too. Totally see that happening. I agree. I think that maybe they'll have a decent they'll have a decent run. I mean, at, at the very least, we're going to get some great matches. These two guys, man, Cesaro is endlessly fun to watch in the ring. Mm-hmm. He really is, and I I really mm-hmm. like Shinsuke also. Mm-hmm. Same here. <clears throat> After that, we uh, had the Bray versus Braun rerun. No, we had Sasha versus and Bailey versus Alexa and Nikki first. Oh, that was next. Oh wow! I yeah. Know, Steve notes. I didn't even write that anything down. That was oh, wow. that was a long match too. There was wait, yeah, it was, and it was fun. What? Oh, okay. No, that's why. Okay, never mind. That's why I put the Cesaro Nakamura interview in the wrong place because I had forgotten uh, about that and then put it in afterwards. Yeah, this is a fun match. I like the bit where uh, 
uh, Sasha and Bailey are giving Cole static, and so Nikki grabs the title and she's all dancing around with it. Mm-hmm. They go after her. She ducks, and Alexa Bliss, meanwhile, swoops in for like a sliding uh, kick. Yeah, like a wrecking ball drop kick type thing. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Even stuff. early on, when Sasha and Bailey were coming down to the ring, uh, Nikki Cross runs out, attacks Bailey, um, and then yeah. uh, hops Sasha on her turns, notices and turns around. Alexa Bliss is there. They start brawling, go to commercial, come back. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it was actually when we come back from commercial before we go, the match starts, there's a quick shot of, of Dana warming up for the karaoke showdown backstage. She's doing some Elvis moves, man. That should have yeah. given me a clue. Oh, honky tonk. But I didn't know the rules. I didn't know they would be, I didn't know they were doing theme songs. Over I know. the themes. I kind of makes sense. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, she was actually, and I thought actually her performance is pretty darn good to be honest with you. Uh, so the finish of this one, we go to commercial, we come back, uh, Sasha barely have the upper hand. Uh, Bailey's talking some trash to Alexa. Bliss slaps her, gets the tag to Nikki. She goes on a run, hits Tornado DDT on Sasha. Uh, before she hits that, Bailey tags herself in. She tries to roll up Nikki. She kicks out. Uh, she goes for DDT. Bailey blocks that, but Nikki ends up hitting the twisting neck breaker, covers. Sasha breaks up that pin. And then uh, Sasha tosses Alexa into the barricade. Uh, Nikki is distracted by that. Hits a wrecking ball drop kick on Sasha, and the timing on this on Bailey's part was incredible. Because basically, as soon as contact is made and Nikki's starting to rebound back towards the ring, Bailey's behind her for the roll up. Like the mm-hmm. timing on that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, was. just perfect. Yeah, they're doing and, uh, work right now. Yeah, Bailey rolls her up to get the win in advance of Extreme Rules. Good stuff. Yeah. So we still have. We still a couple weeks. Over a oh, week. Oh, about a week. About a week. We have one more episode, so mm-hmm. Nikki Cross will probably stand tall then. Yep. Um, then because, we have the yeah, replay. I don't, yeah, oh, I, don't see that, I don't see that happening at all. No. Uh, there is exactly one person who will beat Bailey for that title, and her name is Sasha Banks. You got that right. Next, we had the replay of Braun versus Bray at Money in the Bank. I uh, started the show late, so I didn't watch the replay. I watched the beginning of the show instead. Yeah, there was no need for you to. You've seen this before. I was I've there when it. you watched it. Nothing changed, I imagine. No, no, they didn't. They didn't test out their new CG eye plucking oh, technology. They didn't practice the the advanced uh, computer generated imaging Maybe they're going to they use for change for something match. around here. Didn't do any of that. Didn't do it. They could have <laughs> changed Braun into a literal man train. You, you know, know like a, a, a anthropomorphic train, like Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Josh Denby here says Bray won this time. How cool would that have been? Hey, how cool would that have been? They show a rerun and they kayfabe the rerun so that Bray like changes the outcome. That'd be cool, man. And then it goes and then it like shows him or whatever. And he like explains that, oh, I could do whatever I want, man. That'd have been kind of cool. That would have been fun. Anyways. Uh, next highlight of the show for me, New Day interview. So they're asked, are they underestimating Nakamura and Cesaro? Uh, Kofi puts them over, says no. They are who they thought we were. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Big E says, yeah, we're not letting them off the hook. Speaking of hooks, uh, he sings a bit from Lift Every Voice and Sing. Yeah. Um, and then he says, uh, speaking of marching, we're going to march all night. Keep these tag tiles. Yeah, it was a cool little moment. I like that. Big E is the absolute best. He is the best. And once absolute again, thanks best. to Anthony F for getting Big E for our intro, man. Yes. That's just the best. Yes. Gets everybody Further evidence show. set. Biggie is the absolute best. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, karaoke. 
Hosted by, uh, was it Jay or Jimmy? Well, Jay, there was, right? It was Jay. Jimmy's hurt. Yeah. There was a quick little bit backstage where Lacey was warming up. She was doing a little, uh, she was singing some scales. And Naomi <laughs> walks in. It's like, oh, are you practicing? <laughs> and then she starts doing like some dancing. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. They're doing what they can with it. They're I guess we should have, based on that, we should have known that they were to be the, the two brawling after this karaoke thing. Yeah, dude. I was so like... I was like, this is not going to be good. And it was just as awkward and weird. I'm just I'm just grateful that it wasn't in front of like 8,000 people. Because when you can hear a pin drop during one of these things, it's just the worst. Like, Or if they're like in Philly or something, the people literally just start shitting all over the city. Oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> that's they, funny. Dang, MQ says Dana Brooks should have sang Batista theme. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been great. It wasn't, it wasn't in front of fans, and it wasn't too long. That's true. It was not that long. Yeah. So Jay Uso's hosting it. He has a bit of an introduction, and then he says, all right, Lacey uh, Evans is going to sing With My Baby Tonight by Jeff Jarrett. And I think he said Andor Road Dog. So she sings a little bit. Uh, Jay in- interrupts her, uh, says Dana is to be singing the Honky Tonk Man's theme. Uh, and when she gets the point of saying, I'm, I'm something, I'm cool, I'm bad, he interrupts says, yeah, you are bad, even though she was... She was doing a perfectly fine job. I thought she was doing okay, to be honest with you. I thought she was doing okay. And then he says, all right, to me, it's time she's going to play the game. Uh, Cue up. Time to play the game. Triple H's theme. Uh, She kind of does the first two uh, bits of uh, Lemmy's vocals. Yeah. And then uh, starts headbanging. Jay says, nope, no more. And then uh, Naomi's turn. Uh, She sings Dusty Rhodes' theme. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She gets to the privilege, I think, both the song, if not all of it. Yeah, yeah. Does a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, crowd awards her the victory. Yeah. Problem is, Lacey thought she should have won, mm-hmm. and so she lays out Naomi, and Jey Uso is trying to keep them from fighting. We go to commercial. So we got a few that's motivated by a karaoke contest. Yeah. It's what's going to happen here. 
Yeah, this is not this is not done tonight, by the way, because it was a wonk finish. No, this will no, probably carry not on. Tonight. It's not gonna. I don't think they're gonna have a match at Extreme Rules, mind you, but it's gonna keep going. It's gonna be like a mainstay on SmackDown for probably a good three or four months. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. all because of Karaoke Showdown. So we got that match: Lacey Evans versus Naomi. They were not in their ring gear, so uh, Lacey had a dress. Mm-hmm. She had to wrestle in, which couldn't have been easy. No, that looks like, yeah, that, that's got to be bad. Yeah. So uh, the finish, such as it was, uh, went down this way. Naomi kicks Lacey out of the ring. And so Dana goes down to check on her. And then Lacey shoves her. And then Dana starts yelling at her to stop being a sore loser. <laughs> yeah, stop being a sore loser. It's like you lost. Deal with it. And then Tamita comes over. is like, all right, enough of all that. Lacey shoves her too, gets back of the ring. Dana and Tamina follow her in. A brawl breaks out. Mm-hmm. All out brawl. Match is thrown out. And yeah, we're going to get a lot more of this in the weeks to come. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, if I'm not mistaken, I see there's just a giant gap here. It says karaoke hosted by Jay. And it's just the letter J, Uso. Uh, and then uh, after that, there's just nothing. And then New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Oh, you just slept through this AJ interview. Uh, oh, that's right. There was an AJ interview. No, I was I didn't take notes because I saw AJ. I was like, oh, hey, it's AJ. Let's see what he has to say. Uh, like it's a match hat question. Yeah, I was going to say like it was a match hat question. So he finds out that he's going to be taken on. He was like, oh, man, last week, Drew Gulak, you know, that's Daniel Bryan's coach. And that was an easy win for old AJ. Uh, and then he's like, and then he finds out from uh, Sarah. Yeah. Okay. That uh, he's taking on Matt Riddle for the IC championship next week. He freaks out. He's not happy about that. Well, actually, the, the, it was pretty funny because she delivers the news and he goes, what? Who has he ever beat? And then she goes, uh. <laughs> you, she, he beat you. He, he beat you a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty And he was funny. like, well, he's, he's not going to have Daniel Bryan there to rub his back and none of the, he's not going to have the SmackDown locker room to something that is a stinky frostbitten feet. <laughs> Says I'm gonna beat him next week. His stinky frostbitten feet. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I wonder what where is a, is AJ gonna go? You think he's gonna uh, transfer over to Facebook Gaming like a uh, mixer? Do you think he knows that mixer is being shut down? No. Yeah, he's gotta know. Mixer's like his thing, man. I would hope so. Yeah, you would think so. Anyways, uh, was the main event after that? Yeah. Nice. Got that right. Uh, and, and it was for the tag titles, New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Nice. And uh, they brought a table out, and that's how the match finished. Uh, well, actually, the match finished because like they wouldn't stop brawling in the ring. That's right. And then, But the end, they stood tall. The bad guys stood tall because they put Kofi through Big E on the table. This yeah. is going to be a tables match at Extreme Rules, yeah, right, yeah, Larson? That's why, I said, that's why I said last week when uh, Cesaro brought a table out and didn't use it. Mm-hmm. But they're totally mm-hmm. gonna do. They're t- totally gonna be a tables match. Cesaro so gotta, looks amazing, by the way. God, he always looked like when he stands there, his musculature is just out of out of this world. Really is. So at Extreme Rules, we're gonna have a tables match, an eye for an eye match, some sort of stipulation with Drew and Dolph that Dolph's keeping a mystery. Maybe a bar fight. Uh, am I missing anything? Uh, oh, the swamp fight. Yeah. Bran Braun Swamp Fight. So that's five gimmick matches confirmed for sure. Wait a second. Okay, wait. So Swamp, I... Sasha, Sasha and Asuka's a standard match. I think Bailey and Nikki's going to be a standard match too. 
Okay, but just in terms, of, yeah, gimmick matches: swamp eye, table, uh, bar fight, bar maybe. fight, uh, and then yeah, like you said, wait, uh, wait, the swamp match, the eye match, table match, bar fight. What am I missing? Uh, Dolph and Drew. Dolph has some mystery. Oh, the mystery step. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but anyways, this this tag match was was pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, it was good. I mean, these guys don't put on bad matches. I mean, they yeah. could do this in their sleep. So yeah, if they a do a, t- a traditional tables match where you win by putting your opponent through a table, uh, that'd be a way for Cesaro and Nakamura to win without no- anybody in the New Day eating a pin. Yeah, that's Not true. That I, I don't really feel like they're that concerned about that because Kofi like yeah, loses just, all the time. He just ate one last week. And they shouldn't be will- concerned about that. So, but I mean, it makes sense for them to do a tables match regardless. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I just you know. If they do that, it'd be nice if they showed Shinsuke and Cesaro the respect of actually beating the New Day as opposed to a slip-up through a table, because they've done that kind yeah. of stuff before, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Anyways, uh, a largely forgettable episode of SmackDown. A couple uh, high points, but uh, by and large. Hold on. I have to verify this, but uh, Ryan here in chat claims that AJ has his Twitch URL in his Twitter bio. Wow. That's got to be... That's that's huge news right there. Is it? <laughs> well, it answers one of our questions. AJ Styles. Oh, wow. Twitch.tv forward slash Styles Clash. Styles Clash. Wow. Road, road to 300 for him. Road to 500 for him. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the stuff he's uh, retweeted. He retweeted a Fightful story about Gallows and Anderson signing with Impact. I know, I know. Yeah, he's been retweeting like a, a wrestling journalist, pro wrestling sheet, uh, Fightful. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You can t- he's, he's got to stick up his butt right now, man. I don't say that necessarily. I don't say that like in a negative way. I mean, he's got to ch- put his way. He's got like some sort of chip on his shoulder. All this, all this news about him coming out. You know what I thought about? What if when he said all that stuff you heard about uh, us and Gallows and Anderson, me and Gallows and Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and Paul not sticking up for him, uh, it's completely wrong. Paul Heyman is a liar. Is he insinuating that Paul Heyman is like leaking this info? Oh, I didn't thought about that. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I suppose it's poss- that's a possibility. I don't, I, have, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, who knows? Anyways, who knows? You want to do questions? Yeah. Yeah, I got a thread up here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. One dollar a month, and you can uh, get your question answered right here on the show. I'm here on the Twitch. Mark Steele asks at this point. I don't uh, or mentions at this point. I don't even watch the weekly WWE shows. This show is plenty. Yeah, dude. I I, I appreciate that. I do. Um. I've heard that a lot, and the rate the rating for this show is going to be. I mean, last week I think SmackDown had their low on Fox. And it was, it was a good. It was a, it was not a terrible show. Like there were some bad segments, but there were some really good matches. Yeah, it was way better than tonight's show. Yeah, it was. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, have either of you seen Hamilton on Disney Plus yet? Not yet. I might watch it this weekend though. I have not. I have no plans to see that. I don't like musicals, but I like history. So, I like history too. I I like. I'm I'm actually. I like one musical, Grease. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, I like a... I like Saturday Night Fever. Well, they don't they don't bust out in the song in the middle of the scene, so that's not really a musical. Yeah, but it's got the Bee Gees in it and friggin' Well, it's got a good soundtrack. Travolta, it's, it's great. Uh, Boo Boo Reload. Why uh, Why need to kill time in a tape show? Referencing the karaoke segment because you still have two hours. You're all whatever. And if they're if they're working shorthanded, they might feel like they need to just pad the show out a bit. What the hell? Somebody here in chat muted Mayday just said Grease Two is better. Get out of here. No Travolta, no Olivia Newton-John, GTFO with yeah, that. Yeah, is it Michelle Pfeiffer in that one? Yeah, but mm-mm, still couldn't save it. Alex Foster, what wrestlers would you want a WWE Network documentary on, but completely in character? Man, you see those, that picture of uh, Jack, uh hugging Keith Lee? That was so sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Dijak's a good answer. I yeah, that's like why I brought him you up. Just, yeah. You just go get RPs and, and all that. You Gotta know. go feed my family. Shy <laughs> uh, Town SD. No, 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 four- no, no. It's Damien Priest for me. Oh, it's Damien yeah. Priest. Uh, with those four women, you could have had two real matches. I know. You have that's like true. a little gauntlet match or something. That's true. Do something interesting. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, gauntlet match. People love that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Prince C. Ross. Uh, am I the only one that has noticed that Seamus is the only one drinking in this storyline that's all about Jeff Hardy being an alcoholic? Well, yeah, it's him rubbing it in Jeff Hardy's nose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, O-Dog asks, what's worse, karaoke showdown or having those women stand at a ring in the back like usual? A couple weeks back, it was the four. It was Naomi, Lacey, Mm -hmm. Tamina, and and Naomi, and then Alexa and Nikki Mm -hmm. who were backstage at the ring they have somewhere back there saying, you know, hey, which one of us get an opportunity to take on Bailey next? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that segment was better than the karaoke thing. So um, so at least I'd, that segment is like... towards that segment. That segment they're talking about competing. Mm-hmm. The karaoke one was just completely had nothing to do with Had nothing to do with entering competition. Meaningless. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Uh, Josh Denby, Jeff wanted one last good run, but what's the ceiling of it with the start? For me, you need to get him away and, and have him have a killer feud with Orton and tie it with Edge to rescue it. Uh, WB Creative needs to move on past his creative being he's a recovering addict. They need to move on past that. Yeah. Yeah. They've gone to that. They've gone to that too many times. I was. It's uncomfortable to watch. And uh, it's they need to move on past that. I'm just bored of I'm just bored of it. I I was willing to give it a shot because they they sort of they had a whodunit, you know, with like the drive by thing or the the the, the hit and run or whatever it but was. They'll probably never come back around. Which to they'll it. never come back around to. I was willing to give it the benefit of the doubt if they were going to do something that was I don't know if you were going to keep that element in it as like the catalyst for then you moving on to something else, but you're still in a feud with Seamus, but it's just become that. And now you're doing a bar fight and it's like, Oh, come on. That's just so cringy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolfpack for life in kayfabe. Who do the superstars find more annoying Dolph Ziggler or Baron Corbin? I think clearly it's Baron. Oh, it's Corbin. Baron. Yeah. 110% is Baron. He wasn't even there tonight. Nope. Uh, Christopher rapper saw, because like, it seemed like they were going to put him with, Corbin, with uh, with wait, no, no, I meant I meant uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they did that for like a couple of weeks and thank why god why kayfabe would anybody want to be baron's henchman at this i have point? no idea doesn't make any sense doesn't no it doesn't oh wow mansoor's on 205 this week Good uh Gar gareth nicholas who sang with my baby tonight better jeff jarrett or road dog uh gareth says road dog has his vote i honestly don't know I I would think probably Road Dog has a naturally better voice. Well, and also I feel like Road Dog does like basically everything with a lot of conviction, yeah. passion. Yeah. And uh, I can't say the same for Jeff Jarrett, at least in what I've seen in terms of the in-ring product. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I find I find Road Dog a more convincing performer than Jeff Jarrett. I agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Fear and Loathing asks: Aren't karaoke songs not supposed to have vocals? Some, some, generally, yeah. Some do, if they consider, like, uh, there's one, there's one song. So, like, some do, they'll add, they'll throw in like the backing vocals. Yeah, usually they'll have the background vocals. Yeah, but these, these, they were just singing over the the usual, the normal version of the song. Right, right. Yeah, there was one song I forget what it was. I think it was like a Stone Temple Pilot song. Maybe it was um, what's that one song? Uh, Big Bang Baby was that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I did that at karaoke once. Cause say what you feel about Stone Temple Pilots, this is a banging song. And oh yeah, they had some good songs. And I like the entire thing was they were treating it like the entire lyrics were backing vocals. It was just his, it was just like a weird like ghost voice that was very light. And I was like, the hell is this crap? It's a guide track. Man. I want to be wiling up there on that stage, man. I want to be drunk wiling. Well, that's. Uh, Weather Souls ask, what should we do for our next date? Uh, watch a Stephen Larson stream again. But this time, wow. get some popcorn. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, can't go to a movie. Can't do anything. Our bowling league, our bowling alley's open right now? I'll see if you too can bowl a 300 game. Um, no, not not everybody can do that. Yeah, not everybody can. When I die, hey, listen, when I die, if I die before you and I'm laying in that casket, I want you to take this and I want you to put it over my one of my eyes like this. So you can float down the river Stygian and pay the toll. <laughs> exactly. Joe Juarez, what kind of chance would the karaoke segment have gotten, I assume, in front of a live audience? Oh wow! So give me a city, and I'll tell you what the what the chant would have been. Well, it'd been what? It'd been all what chants? <laughs> or they would have started chanting for CM Punk, or someone would have started singing "Cult of Personality" or something. You know, that would have been clever. Fans aren't that clever. No, I guess not. They, if it was if it was like an international crowd, they would have started doing the Fandango theme, or they would have started singing uh, what was it that White Stripe song? Um. Like, Seven Nation Army, whatever it is. Oh, Trent Seven Army. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Boo Boo Reload. When, when Naomi took off the earring and shoes, I started to think it was a shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew that she meant business with that. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Ryan Rubik's Cube, Power Rank Top Musician, Pro Wrestlers. You list Cena, Elias, Honky Tonk, Jeff Jarrett. You got to put Road Dog in there. Yeah, Road Dog. Got to put Shawn Michaels. He sang his own theme song. Okay, hold on a second though. Then let me ask you this. Then there's a difference 
in my mind, between a guy who sings his own theme song and somebody who has been like a musician. Like John Cena was a rapper. That was like kayfabe, one of his things. We got to include Terry Funk on this list because he has a whole album of music. But that wasn't in kayfabe. Wasn't in kayfabe? They might have kayfabe that in Japan because that's where it was produced. Yeah, that's where it was released, yeah. Barbara Streisand's nose. Mm-hmm. Terry Funk. Terry! He had an entire album. Terry! That was a rad. That was freaking rad. Do you, I wonder who has the rights to that. Can we just open? Can we do the pre-show? Like, Can we bring back Going In Raw Radio with just that? That'd be fun. Terry! Uh, so, uh, yeah. The name's listed. I guess you got to go with Cena. He's probably the most successful as a musician of them all. Didn't, didn't I think his... that Albi put out actually, uh, uh, actually didn't it chart? sold pretty well. Didn't yeah, it I chart? It sold pretty well. I think it charted. Elias. I mean, Elias, his digital download, I think, did pretty good. Yeah, he had a, a, a oh. concert movie. What? Here in chat, who has his Crayola Playboy? Doot, doot, doot. They had Bad Street USA. That's true. Did that chart? Michael Hayes wrote that, too, I believe. I don't think it charted, but... Uh, Dang MQ says AJ is upset. Mixer has ended. Wonder why he's not going to to Facebook Gaming then. Okay, so wait a second. AJ is upset that Mixer is ending. Was this another was this another shoot thing that he did on? Maybe how come the how come none of the sites reported on that? Hold on a second. Hold on. I know. Why aren't we reporting on that stuff? Hold on a second. I'm gonna see. What am I doing? We got We got to follow him. Uh, CD374, Steve never takes notes, thank God, because you're always wrong, lol. Well, I know I can fall back on yours, and by that I mean I can just go to yours. Uh, Fear and Loathing says, Cesaro's been feuding with the New Day for six years with three partners, and congrats on the 300 game again, Steve. Thanks, man. I appreciate it right here. I was a little skinnier back then, man. I'm too, like, it's, like, it, I don't want to get stuck in my, there we go. It's butter. Ow. Let's see here. AJ Styles. Uh, Styles Clash. Yes. Oh, great question from Die Hard Homer. Summer food question. I assume which is better, fresh peach or fresh watermelon? Fresh watermelon. Get out of here. I will agree with you. However, I will say if you eat a peach in like the... 30 hours where it's perfect ripeness before it starts to go bad because peaches have a very small window where you can eat them when they're like mm-hmm, perfectly ripe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. man it's tough to top a, a, a really good peach mm. I like peaches I don't dislike I like peaches fine enough I like I'm, I'm a fan of peaches I'm gonna follow I think this is his thing I don't think he's actually set up anything on this channel yet he's well, got the link he it's a link he had in his Twitter right yeah he's got 365 followers but he just like there hasn't been anything set up yet. Yeah, I don't think he started. He probably won't till mixer shuts down. He's waiting till the last day. He's holding out. I'm gonna be the new doctor. Disrespect. Don't disrespect me. Mixer's being real disrespectful. There's still no word on what got that guy banned. Hmm. Crazy. Uh, White Brain ninety two Larson, you're in charge of AEW and Steve of WWE. You have three trades. Mm. Pick one man, one woman, and one tag team. Who are you trading? All right, I will trade you Heavy Machinery for XLAX and the Lucha Brothers. No, this one tag team. Okay, 
heavy machinery. One man, one woman. For uh, the Lucha Brothers. Hold on. Old... It's a package deal. It's, it's got to balance out. Uh, as what does old, that mean? I would think. So you want to send me heavy machinery, and you want Lucha Brothers. Well, you know, I'm already uh, huge on the Lucha Brothers, so that's a non-starter. X-Lax. Okay, that, we can at least talk about that. Okay. X-Lax? Yes? Well, it's part of the deal, yeah. Not straight up, but it's part of a deal. Part of a package deal, yes. Did he say it has to be a package deal? He said you have three trades. I'm saying it's a package deal. So three trades. He said, if, if we're going by the Frendo's question, three right. trades. Well, if it's heavy machine for XLAX, then no. Wow. Really? Send me the Usos, and maybe you can get XLAX. Okay, that's it. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Usos have done everything that they're gonna do. That's a good trade. Oh, they're gonna have, they'd have some awesome matches with the Young Bucks and, and Lucha Brothers. Yeah, so would XLAX. <laughs> yeah, they've been there for a few months and haven't really done much of that. So. No, they haven't. So we'll see if the Usos uh, uh, do better. All right. So All what right, now? So I have Usos. You have XLAX. Now is it a dude and a girl? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I have Hangman Page and I will send you uh, the contracts of Big Cass and Enzo More? No, okay. absolutely not. Can I have Hangman? Not a contract anymore. We say the contracts of. You thought about it though. Can I have? No, I did not. Can I have Hangman Page? And I'll uh, and uh, and I'll send you um, Adam Cole, Sheamus, and this ring. No, Adam Cole. Actually, am I in charge of creative at WWE? Uh, yeah, it says you're in charge. I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Hangman right. for Adam Cole. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'd do that. All right, so we need a, a woman's wrestler next. Except when I bring Hangman in, uh, he's gonna—I'm just gonna call him Hangman Adam Cole, and it'll be like nothing changed. Like he's just gonna—I'm just gonna swap and put it's him in. It's gonna be a, a fake Diesel situation, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's gonna take—he's gonna be the leader of the Undisputed Era, not the new leader. He is just the leader he's of the just, Undisputed he's Era. Just Adam Cole. Yeah, he's, he's gonna—he's gonna come back, and they're gonna be like, Adam, you look so different. He's gonna be drinking a beer. He's like, yeah, I went away. I really got into westerns. <laughs> Me and Britt are doing great, by the way. Uh, I will give you. I will give you. Sonia Deville. Okay. If you give me, Doctor Britt Baker. Really? No. Wow. I've been wow. asked uh, uh, as leader of, or, or person in charge of AEW. One of the reasons I'm trading for Adam Cole is so he could be AEW with Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah, Can't bad allow that move, deal. man. Bad move. They're going to ruin each other. Being Like you saw Be uh, Becky and Seth ruined each other. Um... Oh, this is a good one. Here, this is a low-level trade. Dana what? Brooke for Abaddon. <laughs> Uh, who 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 would you who would you want for Io Shirai? Uh, uh, 
Dr. Britt Baker. All right. Wow! Oh, my gosh. You got fleeced. I got fleeced? Yeah, man. I don't know, man. He goes out the Adam door Cole, anyways. Adam Cole, the Usos, Neo Shirai for Hangman, Adam Page, XLX, and Britt Baker. Britt Baker's great. She Hang, is great. Hangman oh. is – what is Hangman, like 19 years old? He's young. Dude. A- Adam Cole's not old man either. No, but Hangman's like big. Oh, man. I think I made out here. X-Lax, Hangman, and uh, and Britt Baker. Oh, I feel pretty good about these deals. I don't know, man. I love Adam Cole. It's just like, you know, he's done everything he can do. It's time for new blood. Time for Hangman. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I don't have any other questions here. Oh, I got a few here. Omega Advent. Power rank the top five movies from between 1970 and 1990. Okay. So I guess Godfather could be number one, right? Godfather's number one. Godfather. Between 1970 uh, and 1990. Godfather. I'm going to say Batman. Okay. Uh, Clockwork Orange. Was it? That was 72, I think. Was it 72? Was it early? I always think that it's... Yeah, okay, you're right. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Raging Bull. Okay. And then 1990, so Goodfellas is out of the equation. Oh, it's friggin' Star Trek II Rathacon. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what a great list. What a great list of movies here. Uh, Schnauzer 96, I guess I'll ask this again. Who's getting the actual Extreme Rules match, Extreme Rules? I don't think there's going to be an Extreme Rules match. I think it's just all going to be gimmick matches. Can I take Hangman back and get Kenny Omega instead? No. Damn it. Deal's a deal, man. I think I lost that draft. Anyways, you did. You did, lo- you did lose it. Oh, you're just that. mad because you lost the NBA top five picks from 1970s, 80s, 90s, and, tw- and 10s. No, I feel good. I got Jordan I, and LeBron I beat that. I, I won easily. Nah. Anyways, what now? What, what question? Uh, extreme rule. Is there going to be extreme rules match at extreme rules? <laughs> no, no, of course not. Why would they no. do that? No. Uh, diehard Homer, when Raw and SmackDown dedicate at least two hours to gauntlet matches of recent years, why not make one of the shows a gauntlet match? I they agree. They kind of did that with Raw. They had at least a whole hour. Be a they had one the hour first of two, it. They had a, didn't they have two hours? Mm. Seth was at it by himself for an hour. Oh, you're right. I think it was like an hour and a half. Was it two mm-hmm. hours? It might have been close to two hours. Wow. Uh, I do have another question here. Moses supposes, and formerly known as uh, Stevie uh, Bradley's doppelganger, is now Moses supposes. Uh, if you were forced to participate in a karaoke showdown, what is your song of choice? Uh, well, does it be a wrestling theme? Because they can't have popular songs in WWE karaoke showdown because of licensing issues. So that's be a WWE theme. So let's do this for wrestling themes, and then it takes place in a dive bar. Okay. But you get a gift of like a, you know, a new blender or something. All right. If you win. gets a blender. Um, it'd either be Springsteen's Born to Run or Digital Underground's Humpty Dance. So mine would either be, since we're throwing two answers out now, uh, Danzig's Mother or, mm-hmm. um, or uh, George Jones' The Grand Tour. Man, you know what I'm going to do after this tonight? I'm going to plunk down on my couch, and I'm going to watch uh, Ken Burns' country music. There you go. Now, wrestling theme. What wrestling theme would you say? Uh, I think I'd do Edges. On oh, this wow. day. Metalingus. 
What a weird name. You should do uh, Kane's theme with. Uh, oh, Finger Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my jam right there. Either that or no, I do Lobster Head. It's oh, a shameful thing, Lobster Head. Too many limes, too many limes. But I do it in the style of George Jones there or Waylon go. Jennings. Oh no, I do the uh, Waylon Jennings. Uh, are you sure Hank done it this way? That's a good that song. would be my jam. I love that song. Uh, Omega Advent, which was worse, the karaoke bit or This Is Your Life Bailey edition? This is Bailey, This Is Your Life. Because it when was long and it was bad. It, it was in front long. of a crowd and they dumped on it. I guess the, the bigger question, wouldn't it be uh, what was the worst bit, Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley, Sisters, or This Is Your Life, Bailey? Um, I still think that the Bailey, This Is Your Life was more that like That was the most awkward. painful thing I remember watching. I think it was, yeah. Uh, Ethion M and your guys' opinion concerning the reduced roster, what should WB be doing instead of what we saw today? Matches instead of karaoke showdown. Um, I mean, I don't know. We had a we had matches, but I don't know. Did you put something like some stakes. I know they had the tag titles on. We all knew that was going to end in a walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. Do something. Do put some put some. You know, hey. Winner gets a shot at gets the first shot at you know Bailey or Nikki whoever comes out of that and it'll exactly. be a SmackDown match and you know whoever's the champion will win. Yeah. Oh dog, I really want Dijak to debut Extreme Rules as the big man for Seth and literally feast on eyes of Rey Mysterio. Wow. Okay. I like That's it. good. That's good. That is good. <laughs> feast, feast on your eyes. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm I'm done with questions here. I'm okay, sure. there's a few here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathing says, Steve, acquire Cody and make him do Stardust again. Uh, I yeah, I mean, look, I'm not vindictive with these trades. I want to. I'm planning for the future. Cody is in the past. He can play his music on AEW all he wants. Okay. Who would you have, Who would you have asked for in re- in return for Kenny Omega? It'd probably be someone like Drew McIntyre. I'll offer up Braun Strowman for Kenny Omega. Mm-mm. Pass. Would you take Bray Wyatt? Pass. Really? Because I think AEW, they fo- I mean, Kenny is... I just feel like Bray fits better in the WWE system than uh, character-based stuff than he does in AEW. What if I offered... Uh, what if I offered Shinsuke and Cesaro... For the revival. Say no. Are you serious? Oh, you're insane. You are insane. You're getting Cesaro and Shinsuke. You have the opportunity to book these guys perfectly. Perfectly. And you're dumping, I'm sorry, the most overrated free agents in modern wrestling history. I like I like the revival. That's a, a bad move. I actually feel like WWE is doing a really good job of booking Cesaro Nakamura right now. Right now, uh, I know. No, they're great. They're great. AEW man, they'd be. Whew, that'd be a lot of fun to see them there. Those Adrian are C. those are guys that just like they they they're they're foolproof. Adrian C suggests uh, Keith Lee for Kenny Omega. That'd be worth considering. <sighs> no, I like Kenny, but he's old. Uh, Fear and Loathing says Finn Balor. Uh, Finn Balor for Kenny. Mm-hmm. That's a bad trade. Uh, Roman for Kenny. 
That's a really good trade on your part. And then uh, Phenomenal NYC says Kenny for Seth Rollins. That's a that's a better trade for you than me because mm-hmm. that'll draw a lot of eyeballs to AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I wouldn't mind getting rid of Seth Rollins and bringing on Kenny Omega. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm taking that's a big risk on my part, but it's one I'd be willing to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody for Rory pointed out Lee is only one year younger than Kenny Omega. <laughs> Kenny has got a lot of wear and tear. He that has body. a lot of mileage. He's got a yep. lot of mileage for sure. Yeah. Fear and loathing says uh, Kenny for Alistair. Well, you wouldn't take that. Mm-mm. Although Alistair has a ton of upside. I would in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat, I would. Nobody'd take that deal. Alistair, I'm pretty. I'm at this point. I'm. I'm leaning towards. Uh, WWE has ruined Alistair Black. Uh, if they haven't, it's, it's pretty close. We should do another draft, dude. Like we did uh, we the last actual we draft. We should. <laughs> Omega Advent says Walter for Kenny. Walter does move to the states. If he agreed to, deal. if he agreed to, would you take that deal? Oh man, that's tempting. You would have Walt, to. Walter's you, the best. You would have Walter to take Walter for Kenny. <laughs> God, he's so good. I'll send Kenny to the UK. <laughs> oh man, Jericho for Kevin Owens. I'd do that. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you do that. I. I'd probably do that too. Really? I'd probably do that because. Look, I think the world of Kevin Owens, but like he's kind of until they start booking him better, like he's kind of redundant. Like I've been saying for years, he could be the new Stone Cold, but it's clear that they're not going to do that. Mm-mm. I mean, Mm-mm. honestly, I'd probably just keep everybody I have and just like book them better. Yeah. Anyways, we got any more questions? I scrolled down then I lost a bunch of them, so no. Okay, cool. Anyways, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, Twitch chat, stay tuned. We're gonna uh, maybe raid somebody. We'll see who's who's around. Uh, till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.